Blog Talk Radio. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and thank you for joining me today. I have a very special guest, so let's just get right to it. Let me give you a little bit um, of background about uh, my guest today, and then we'll go ahead and start the interview. Uh, Seth David Chernoff is a two-time cancer survivor, an award-winning author, a gifted public speaker, highly successful marketing professional, and founder of multiple companies. His new book, Manual for Living Connection, A User's Guide to the Meaning of Life. His work has been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Chicago Tribune, San Francisco Chronicle, Popular Mechanics, Business Week, USA Today, and nationally and internationally on TV and on radio. So I have his website on the show page, so definitely give that that a uh, a view. And uh, Seth, uh, welcome to the show. Beth, thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely! I'm excited to have you on the show. I uh, I've been wanting to have you on uh, on for some time now. You uh, you definitely um, you definitely inspire me. You uh, you you your material hits on exactly what I like to talk about on this show. Um, so uh, tell us about the Manual for Living series. Well, first let me just say, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? It's hard to sum up someone, you know, in a in a little bio. <laughs> So why don't yeah, you, you bet. Me? And it, sometimes it kind of sounds informal to it because it's the one that kind of a press get. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I'm uh, I live in Colorado. Um, I, uh, I'm a two-time cancer survivor and uh, entrepreneur. And um, I got sick when I was running a few companies, and it was kind of a big awakening for me. And I always tell people it was a great blessing because it got me uh, more closely aligned with my path and helped me make changes that have brought my life to greater fruition and happiness. So that kind of moved me along this journey uh, starting in about uh, the year 2000. Um, and it took about 10 years to write the Manual for Living book series and and while doing that kind of transform my life and get out of some things I didn't want to do anymore and create space for the things that I did want to do. Um, but that's kind of the structure of my life. It's been a very transformative process over the last 13 years, just kind of remaking and rebuilding my life in a way that I felt like was in alignment with my truth. And out of that process came, you know, this great book series. Right, right. And it is a tremendous series. Um, I will say just from just from what I know about it and the information that we sent back and forth. Um, so tell us about the Manual for Living series and what is connection and why it's so important. So the uh, Manual for Living, I felt like was is a great tool for people who are looking for more in their life. They're looking for more happiness, more well-being. Um, I'm a pretty voracious reader, but a lot of the books that I've read, um, they're either too pie in the sky where they talk too high level or they kind of get in the too deep into areas where I feel like they don't contribute to our overall well-being. And so the manual really is designed to contribute in all the little areas that impact directly our happiness and well-being. So, for example, um, Reality was the first book came out in 2010, um, and that book talks about probably 72 chapters relating to time, balance, money, relationships. So all these little things that really affect your life. So if you can't find peace in the moment, you have a hard time finding happiness. If you can't find harmony, you have a hard time finding happiness. If you're struggling with money all the time or struggling with time management, all these little things that really affect your ability to be truly happy in the moment. So it tackles these individual things that contribute to your overall overall well-being. And then Connection was the second book that came out in 2011. 
kind of takes it even further, goes into our interpersonal relationships and our the relationship we have with ourself and our truth and how we um, live our life with integrity and in alignment with who we are. And then this the third uh, book that just came out last week is the guidebook, and it's basically a workbook that goes along with the Manual for Living series. Okay, great. So, so you just came out with your guidebook. What what does that uh, what does that comprise of? Well, the guidebook was something that was requested by a bunch of my readers, and they were asking for something more tangible that they could apply to their life every day. Mm. And um, actually, one of my fans helped me uh, kind of get the structure of it organized because she was taking sections of the Manual for Living Reality and turning it into a daily kind of meditation, if you will. And so she helped me kind of formulate what it was going to look like, and it turned out to be a much bigger task than I thought it's 324 pages of content. It's a 93-day program that you can do either, you know, one lesson per day or over the course of a year or two years. But basically every day there's an exercise. There's a daily video you get um, that you watch online. There's a daily mantra. There's content. There's an evening meditation. So every day there's things that you can apply to your life. But it only takes about 15 minutes. But it's 15 minutes that allows you to align yourself with what really matters, and you take that information into your day. So it really allows you to do the work in your life as opposed to leaving your life and then trying to come back and apply it, which can be pretty challenging. Okay, great. That sounds um, that sounds like you've integrated your uh, your ideals with with uh, with uh, <clears throat> pardon me with everyday living. So, what inspired the manual for living? And you know. After I got sick, I just felt like I needed to write. Uh, I just started writing whenever I could, and I was pretty busy. I had a family and a bunch of employees, so I, I would write generally from like 11 p.m. until 2 in the morning, or I'd write on my lunch break or whenever I could get out of the office. And so I, in the beginning, I didn't know what it was. I just started. I just kept writing and writing. I didn't have any intention of being an author or any intention of publishing this work. I just wrote and wrote and wrote. And then at one point, it became clear that what I was putting together was something that was of value. Um, you know, to people besides myself. So, you know, my my intention for the work is really a tool to help people find what they're looking for. You know, you'll find in the manual that it doesn't talk about me very much because it's not about my story. It's about the reader's story and about applying, you know, principles to their life that will make their life happier and more meaningful. So that's really what it is, just designed to be a tool to help people find what they're looking for. And um, have any of your readers shared their stories with you? And oh yes, <laughs> yeah, okay. some really great stories. Um, and it's funny because the stories, you know, sometimes a reader will contact you and and they don't realize how much of an impact their story has on your life, as much as you know your work has on their life. Um, you know, I remember, uh, but I've gotten just so many, a lot of people in recovery, a lot of people who have just transformed their life through the work. Um, but every story is is very meaningful to me, and every story is it gives me the the strength uh, to, to continue committing to the work and to continue doing what I'm doing. And what inspires you? What keeps you working at night when you should be sleeping? Well, probably just that, just knowing that the work changes lives, that it helps people. And, and like you said, it's a few of those stories where people have been able to dramatically change their life as a result of the work. And, you know, I, I wouldn't take all the credit. Uh, I, I think that a lot of my work has to do with guiding people back to their truth. And I think a lot of times our society and our education takes us out of our truth. We live our life directed by what other people think or by what's happening in society. And, and we kind of ignore what our inner guidance is, is trying to tell us, 
even though inner guidance is trying to help us find exactly what we're looking for. So the manual, in many ways, even though it takes on a very tangible approach to some of the things that we face, it just guides people back to their truth. I mean, I don't tell people what to believe, what to think. I don't even tell them how to live, but I do kind of direct into the areas of their life where there's the opportunity to make change. So that, for me, is very meaningful. That gives me the strength to continue working and, and doing what I'm doing. Well, yeah, that sounds like you uh you've uh, made a uh made a, a real life choice and a real important choice in in your life to um uh, to to keep to keep going and to keep publishing and to keep um affecting people's lives in such a positive way. Thanks, uh, Beth. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess much like your show, right? I mean, you show up and you don't always know all the people that are listening that whose lives are being impacted by your work and you just show up and you do your part and it feels good and and then sometimes you hear from people and sometimes you don't and no matter what it's it's a rewarding process. And what do you believe a life of connection looks like and feels like? I'm sorry, what connection? Uh what do you what do you believe a life of connection looks like and oh, okay. feels like? Sorry, I understand. Um so in my own opinion, finding happiness and fulfillment in life, of course, has to do with how we show up in any given moment. So it doesn't matter what we did yesterday. It doesn't matter where we're going tomorrow. It really is our impact on the present moment, how we choose to show up and the actions that we take, which really are the only two things that we can control in life. So if we choose to be a impactful, service-oriented, fulfilled part of the society from the inside out, from following our wisdom as we show up in life... And then any impact we make has to do with how we connect to not only our inner truth, but to everyone around us. And it's not just the most important relationships in our life. It's not just our family and our kids, but it's our coworkers and our neighbors and the barista at Starbucks and anybody we come in contact with. It's everybody that we connect with that we have the opportunity to impact uh, by how we're showing up in life. And is there a price we pay for the choices we make? So I believe there's an opportunity cost with every decision we make. Uh, it doesn't matter what choice you're making. There's an opportunity that you're not choosing. And, you know, if you choose to go to the store instead of work in the office, you're making a choice. And so you look at that in the bigger picture, it's really easy to understand. You know, when you look at, well, gosh, if I take this job over this one or if I marry this person or if I leave my wife or my husband or whatever choices you're making, it's really easy with the really big decisions. But the little decisions also have direct impact, that every single choice that you make, it's either in alignment with your priorities or it's not. Uh, You're either choosing to move forward towards your goals or you're choosing complacency or pettiness. And quite often we get stuck in these patterns where uh, we're, we're stuck in what worked for us yesterday as opposed to what's taking us forward into tomorrow. And I think that's the distinguishing factor of, of trying to find happiness is it's how we choose in this moment to help us move forward towards our dreams, our desires, our goals, why we're here, as opposed to just being stuck in what feels comfortable. Mm. And what is the price of a fully connected life? Well, the price of a fully connected life means that we're letting go of our mediocrity, that we're choosing to have more in our life. We want more, right? We don't want to just uh, subsist through life. We want to actually make a difference. We want to contribute. Everybody does in their own way. And it doesn't matter what your occupation is, if you're a janitor or a teacher or a politician, we all want to do our part to contribute and find happiness and fulfillment through that process. So our opportunity really is to look at what we're doing in this moment that's taking us to a place of happiness. You know, I've had a lot of people contact me and say, gosh, you know, I'm just stuck. You know, I just can't seem to 
to move forward. I don't like my job. I'm not happy here. I'm not happy there. And we really have to look honestly at our life and then also be clear about where we're going in order to help us get there. And honestly, that's why I created this guidebook because, you know, people need something more tangible. Like, what can I do right now to help me find happiness? Like, I want to be happy right now. What can I do? Well, that's where the guidebook was born, is that you can open it up, take on a lesson, and one of them might be about connection, one might be about forgiveness, one might be about balance. And you watch a five-minute video or a two-minute video, you do a little exercise, read a little bit, and it it gives you the alignment for whatever it is that you're working on in that particular moment. Those are great examples of um, of ways that we can become unstuck in our in our in our daily lives because sometimes it just takes you know one little journal entry that's sort of my thing I like to write in my journal or um, or or reading um, a few pages in a personal development book or 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 a book like yours or or your book uh, specifically and uh, just uh, just doing something. Um, really gets your, uh, I guess, your neurons firing, <laughs> and gets you thinking about what you want and and how you can move yourself, propel yourself forward. Absolutely, that's absolutely right. And look, we all need guidance. You know, we're all out in the world, and sometimes life can be hard. Sometimes it's painful. Sometimes we get sick. Sometimes we see loss of loved ones. Sometimes we don't have enough money. I mean, we all face challenges, but that doesn't mean life has to be. Uh, petty or or negative, I mean, we can see these obstacles as opportunities to grow and evolve and step further into our greatness, and that's really the choice that we have. And so we're all looking for tools, and whether it's the manual for living or something else that you find, we just can't stop looking for answers for, you know, the challenges that we face and how we can get closer to our dreams. And that's really our opportunity. And can someone truly change who they are and their path, or is it part of their journey? You know, I think looking back, it's really easy to see, based on the challenges that we faced, that it's all one step in our journey. But I believe we can change anything. You know, who you were yesterday doesn't mean you have to be anything different tomorrow. I've been on a few radio shows that get broadcast into prisons, and and I think it's fascinating that, you know, here's people who have made, you know, mistakes in their life or done things in their life. Um, And I look at my life and some of the mistakes that I made when I was younger, and I absolutely could have taken a different turn. I absolutely could have ended up there. Um, but I didn't, and uh, I made changes in my life. I, I made it. I made choices in any given moment that allowed me to do something different. But it doesn't matter what your past looks like. It doesn't matter what mistakes you made, people that you hurt. It really doesn't matter. But your opportunity to do something different is now. It's not tomorrow. It's right now. It's in this moment. How we can actually choose to, you know, make different choices that allow us to contribute, to be of service, and through that, to find happiness. But we're not a reflection of yesterday. We're only who we choose to be now. Does money get in the way of connection? So money is such an interesting thing, right? I mean, that's really, you know, you can't pick up the paper without reading about some group or somebody or some segment of society that's struggling. Um, There's always people that we know that are struggling. There's times that we're struggling uh, from a financial perspective. But money has so much control over us, and I think we give it too much credit for either making us happy or making us depressed. And it's just a tool. It's like managing time. It's like how we relate to one another. It's a tool to help us kind of create the life that we want. But um, it really shouldn't define us. You know, we're not defined by how much money we have. It's just one more element of our life. It's one more element of how we go about and make choices. But I think that we give it a lot of credit and way too much. So I talk about it a lot in the book because I feel like that there's kind of a healing process that many of us have to go through of not identifying ourselves with how much money that we have. 
You know, why are we so challenged in life? Why do we each face tremendous obstacles sometimes? Like you, of course, um, have faced um, obstacles with your health. And wonder why life is so hard. You know, I think as we move through life, uh, we are naturally given opportunities to grow. And we can see these challenges as negatives or we can see them as opportunities. And, you know, for me, cancer, of course, was challenging, but it was a blessing. Like, it really saved my life. I absolutely believe that. It got me propelled forward in a way that was consistent with who I am. Um, and other challenges, you know, I could choose to see them as, again, as, as obstacles or as negatives or things that I'm being judged by or my karma or anything else, but I don't choose to see them that way. I choose to see them as opportunities, and I've been through my share. I'm sure you have too, Beth, and you look at these things, and you see how you've grown, and you see how you've evolved, and you see what's come from these challenges, and I mean, in the moment, it's hard to find that. It's hard to find the joy in maybe you know losing something that you've built or losing something you care about, but as you transition through that, you see the, the glory and the beauty of it and the magnificence of these transitions that we go through, and I think that's really you know, the opportunity for us. Hmm. And, you know, you speak some about, you speak a lot about our truth. And how do we learn to listen to our own personal truth and discover its purpose and follow our path in life? Well, I think it, it requires a lot of little things, right? It requires creating space for ourselves, uh, being honoring of ourselves. And if we live very crazy lives, with it, which I have in the past when I was running a number of companies, I just never stopped to think. I never stopped to breathe. And little things like just going into nature or closing your eyes and breathing for 10 minutes or you know, just having some quiet time or listening to some nice classical music or little things that slow down the energy of what it can be very chaotic life. Um, just take a few moments to, to, to take a breather, to have a respite from life. And so sometimes in those moments, we can hear more clearly what's happening inside of us and we don't get caught up in the garble that comes out of our brain. We actually get beyond our brain, silence our mind to the place where we're hearing what's happening inside of us. And a lot of these things, I think sometimes women are more um, intuitive in that sense that they more naturally can hear or follow their intuition. And, and men tend to be more challenged that way. But, you know, either way, you know, we all have the opportunity to greater be in alignment with those that inner truth that we hear. And lastly, I'll ask you um, a question that I believe we all we all face. Um, I think we all face it every day. Sometimes some people don't want um, to to come to uh, to terms with it, but uh, I think it's a very important question. And it's what would you say is the meaning of life? So I would say the meaning of life is a life of meaning. I, I would. I think it's, you know, we give meaning uh, to things in our life, and that's how we create value. Our deepest connections are based on the meaning, the value we place on them, whether it's our relationships, our work, our contributions. And that really is where we find value. That's where we find happiness. We don't find happiness by being holed up in some mountain cottage, you know, separate from society. We find the fullest sense of ourselves by how we show up in society, how we show up in community, and how we choose to be of service. And it doesn't mean self-sacrifice. Service does not mean sacrificing who you are. It means showing up in a way that's in alignment with who you are and finding happiness through that alignment. That's a, that's a great way to put it and a, a great way to um, to uh, end our uh, discussion today. It's been a real pleasure to have you on this show, Seth. You, um, you're you a, tre- a tremendous inspiration, and uh, and what you've gone through um, is a is a true inspiration to uh, to a lot of people that I know, and I'm sure um, you know millions of people out there who um, 
who have heard your message and uh and uh, have uh, have related to it. Well, I really appreciate that, Beth. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Absolutely. And um again, thank you. And everybody the um the uh website is on the episode info on the show page at sethchertoff.com and uh you can uh purchase uh, the books on the website and can they purchase them anywhere else, Seth? Sure, your favorite bookstore, um, Amazon.com. If you want to, on the website, um, I'm doing just a promotion right this second with the guidebook. If you wanted to buy an autographed copy of the guidebook, I'll actually give you a copy of the, the Manual for Living Reality, and there's no shipping. It's like $24 for both, and you get all the 90 videos and all that stuff. So if you just go to aguidebook.com, you can learn all about that. Okay, great. Well, that's extra information that I didn't know to plug, so... uh so great. Well, thanks, Seth. Yeah, again, you've been a great guest, and I really appreciate all the uh, the information you've shared today. No worries. Thanks, Beth. Have a great day. You too. And for the success design with Beth Schenkel-Anderson, I am your host, of course, and I'm wishing you a great day.